0: This is Intelligencer reporter Marion Callahan, and today I'm in the parking lot of a local shopping center, talking to folks who have been hit especially hard by the pandemic.
1: Now with the COVID-19, everything's closed up. It's hard to get to anything. It's a struggle every day.
0: Stay-at-home orders don't apply for these Bucks County residents gathered under the shade of a maple tree near a local shopping center. They have no home.
1: I'm trying to get my mail. My unemployment, I've replaced my social security card and other, other government-issued uh, paperwork, and it's very hard and just to, it's tough to survive with no cat money right now.
0: Yet for 66-year-old Hatboro resident Robert Cassidy, who has been living out of his car since September, homelessness isn't his biggest hardship. He misses his mom, who he can't visit because she's in a nursing home.
1: And that's probably the worst thing because um, I, you know, I'm here, I'm homeless, and, um, uh, you know, uh, that's one of the only th- th- essential things that she gets involved with.
0: Yeah, you miss your mom.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And definitely.
2: I'm sure she
0: misses you. Uh, as best as she can. She's got Alzheimer's. So I'm not certain sure she even understands that's well, all going on here. Terry Ling is the Outreach Director for the Coalition to Shelter and Support the Homeless. And from the Central Bucks YMCA, where showers and hot meals are offered twice a week, she hears about their hardships.
3: When all of the uh, establishments closed with the governor's order, uh, the people who are homeless have no place to be inside during the day. That's a place to sit down and rest, use the facilities, Um, so it's exhausting. It's been kind of a cold and nasty spring, so that's made it worse. Um, they, they, do, they do feel anxious. They don't get to clean their hands and, and, and have access to even gloves and masks. We've been trying to get that to them. So as, as frightening as it is for all of us who have a home to go to when there's a shelter in place order, we have to remember that these people can't do that. So um, as, as much as everyone's suffering, it's, it's, it's multiplied by 10 for them. So, uh, so it's a difficult time. So that's why we started to respond and give them some respite care, some extra food supports, and, and help them to, to get online access, apply for, for the government benefits that are there to help people at this
0: time. 71-year-old Richard Vallier got his stimulus check, but the money didn't last long. He used $800 of the stimulus check to pay for a motel room for a few of his homeless friends, including one woman who was pregnant.
2: It's the right thing to do to my partner.
0: The problem is
2: we no longer have sanctuary to get out of the bad weather. It's raining or it's cold. We used to hang out at the Upper Moreland Township Library. They are up until 9 o'clock during the week and on the weekends, that's gone.
0: Realizing the crisis would hit the homeless particularly hard, Bucks County and its area nonprofit groups mobilized quickly to tackle immediate needs. Bucks County Opportunity Council, along with the county advocacy groups, secured housing for at least 10 families. Area code blue groups like Advocates to Help the Homeless and Those in Need, along with the Coalition to Shelter and Support the Homeless, shifted to more outreach work, handing out meals and lunches at bus stops and shopping centers where they congregate. We're giving out, distributing food to our uh, shelter guests. And we have bananas, we have the meals to go, which are from the county, um, sandwiches and snack packs. We had the cloth masks that a lot of them are wearing were donated by the mask makers of Doylestown to the Coalition to Shelter and Support the Homeless. So we're very grateful for those also. That was Janet Grove, who along with John Brody, goes out twice a week to make sure those living on the streets have access to food, gift cards, and masks. Cassidy is grateful for the help. What surprised
1: me the most is people are very kind mm-hmm. and very generous. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, these people here like co Blue, there's other places like that, uh, that help out.
0: Richard said the community's generosity at times has made a huge difference in his life.
2: If I'm sitting at 7-Eleven, I had Jill boy, the warmest police, came over. She gave me some food, gave me a $10 Wawa gift card. She went back up, got me coffee. Somebody else gave me chicken. This guy doesn't know me, pulled into Wawa, said, you homeless? He gave me $20. Wow, that was happens. This? That happens more often than you think, and I rely on that.
0: One man, Robert, had a job at Burger King in maintenance, and he was working his way out of homelessness when the pandemic hit.
2: It screwed me over no matter how you look at it. Yeah, it, it wrecked my plan. I was using Burger King and spending money, and I'm on social security now too, but I only get that once a month.
0: What are some things that you're doing without, even more so now because of this pandemic?
2: Right. Just doing what I'd normally do to survive, just with less money, shall we say. I only get this security once a month. I'm still, because the things are so bogged down, I'm still not getting the unemployment money.
0: Where are you sleeping?
2: I was outside at the moment. I'm at his house, but it's, it's not permanent.
0: But you were and outside? I go
2: to the hotel down the road here. And that costs. that's almost $500 a week. That takes half my check. My check's only uh, 900 and something.
0: And if you're not in the motel or hotel, where do you sleep outside?
2: I have the benches here a lot. Or uh, I don't sleep sometimes. When I have a couple bucks on me, I'll go into a Wawa and get some coffee.
0: What do you think the community should understand about um, about individuals, homeless individuals, who are trying to get by, especially now?
2: Well, we're all trying just to survive. We do the best we can, you know? Yeah. Every now and then, I'll run into someone and they give me a couple of dollars. I don't ask for it. i trying to pack them. I think that's actually illegal, isn't it?
0: One man, Angelo, who has been homeless for over two years, said he's worried about his health and the health of his friends.
1: A lot of people um, don't realize it because we're on the street. That, you know, I mean, we're acceptable to, like, you know, getting colds and our resistance is down. Uh, I was wondering if there was places we could go to have our temperature taken, so possibly get the corona test done. Um, the lady said that they were going to have um, maybe... Like us have it. get hotels, they pay for it to keep us off the street. I haven't heard very much about it, but I was just concerned for people.
0: At the Central Bucks YMCA waiting for a shower, Tom shared his story.
1: And I just, uh, you know, ran into some bad luck. Had uh, knee replacements, and that wrecks your life. You can't do what you did before. It totally changes your life. And got behind on my bills, behind on my uh, taxes, behind on my... Everything. So I sold my house to pay my creditors and I didn't get much out of it. Where did you go? <laughs> At least I paid them off. Right. Paid most of them off.
0: But where did you go?
1: Where what did I go? Happened? I got nothing out of it. I got, I got a few thousand dollars, but you know, just to uh, keep my truck maintained and living in a hotel it runs out quick.
0: So you did find a hotel to stay in? Certain-
1: I found a cheap hotel only, there's only one in the area. It's probably only one in a fifty-mile radius like that.
0: What has been the hardest part about being homeless?
1: Uh, well, don't, you don't have a Can't get up in the light and go to the kitchen, go to the bathroom. You got to watch where you go. That's that's the biggest problem. And uh, you know, you like to lay your head down on a mattress at night yeah. and you don't have that option.
0: How has the pandemic made it worse?
1: I closed more hotels. And nobody, nobody wants to rent your room or in your house or, you know, somewhere else because they don't know if you've got that virus or not. You know what I mean?
0: So when people see you, are they concerned about the virus or what? No, no problem.
1: No. They just stare at you. But, uh, you know, if oh, my vehicle is not any like some people, you could tell we're living out of the vehicle. I try to make, keep it on the profile, <laughs> keep it under the weather, people don't know what I'm doing. I just got to watch where I go. They pork and I chop them all. They think I'm up there stealing the coils out of the air conditioners because I got ladders on my truck. I said, know I'm the guy that fixes them. when I was stealing. But, you know, that's what's going on right now.
0: Do you sometimes and, have to sleep in your truck?
1: Oh, the last night. It's, you know, it's kind of rough, but that's why I'm trying to get an air mattress. I can lay in the back.
0: Terry from the coalition is working on getting him an air mattress and said she should have it by next week.
1: It's a different world. Ever since this virus came out, it's a different world.
0: And while Terry agrees that the virus has most definitely changed lives, she's hoping that eventually change will come for the better.
3: As difficult as it is, we we, we are hoping that uh, people's eyes will be open to the fact that everybody's wellness is is everybody else's wellness. So if, if there are people who are sick and who can't get health care, it does directly impact the rest of us. So we hope that on the other side of this, we'll never go back to, to not taking care of, of everybody.
0: In Doylestown, this is Maureen Callahan reporting for Gannett News.